Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session, and we're on the twilight of this accursed year. It's now December. I am here to take a look at all the games and RPGs that are coming out this month, this final month of 2020, to let you know what you should be uh, on the lookout for. There are some surprises that aren't Cyberpunk 2077. But first and foremost, in terms of what games I've been playing this month in terms of RPGs, really? been a lot of demon souls uh you can check out the last episode of rpg university uh the main episodes where we had alex o'neill on my dear dear assistant professor where we talked all about demon souls so give that a listen but we have been playing a lot of demon souls lately i also dabbled a bit in godfall um kind of disappointed kind of falls flat on its face in many regards which is a shame because they do some cool things but they hamstring themselves it feels like at every turn whether it's from offering three-player multiplayer but not having matchmaking uh not allowing crossplay. the combat is really weird like it tries to be kind of it reminded me in terms of pacing a bit it couldn't decide if it wanted to be more of a fast-paced like looter action rpg kind of in vein of diablo or a more slow methodical wait and see style of action game akin to a demon's like akin to like a souls game or a monster hunter and even then it's like it had a button it tied the down on the d-pad d-pad excuse me to a quick turnaround which reminded me which i can't remember uh, a game using since the old Resident Evil games. Um, you can't toggle between enemies you have locked on. The UI is poorly designed. It's such a bright game, and the lock-on feature, or the lock-on icon, quest icons, so many various icons are just a little white icon, and it easily gets lost in the bloom of the environment or the particle effects going on. It's it's strange but it, for what it's worth it has a pretty good skill tree um pretty extent expansive though i do have some issues with it just where it locks some like into integral combat mechanics behind the investing points into unlock just by itself um the as cool as the weapons the weapons look cool i think that they knocked out of the park in terms of the cool armor you get i would have much preferred less armor and made them feel much more unique whereas the valor plates that they do have more feel like just different they use different elements and they might have one of two different uh 
kind of super abilities, which was kind of, which was disappointing. They look badass, but in the scheme of things, they all feel and behave very similarly. I would have preferred four plates where you could have a tank one, you could have a DPS one, kind of a long range one, or uh, like a healer. They just, they just all feel and play very, very much similarly. But at the same time, I, I got to max level at 50. Um, it, there, there were parts of it that still grabbed me. Definitely not the story, because that's, that's another non, non-issue there. It's, it's lackluster and hardly there to begin with. But it has that kind of addictive loop. It just has a lot of systems that are, uh, are done in such a way that it's to its detriment. But in terms of RPGs, those are really the two I've been playing. Demon Souls and Godfall. But and I, I do think with December, I'll be playing a couple other ones. Uh, coming out on December 1st, we have a couple games that came out. First off, we have Kronos Before the Ashes, released on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia. Uh, this one, I'm not, I wasn't super familiar with prior... Um, reading up a little bit about it, it's developed by Gunfire Games and T- published by THQ Nordic. Um, from the camera and movement, it looks and I get a very strong kind of budget Souls vibe from this game. Um, looks, it, it looks interesting. I think one of the things that's most interesting about Kronos is... Apparently, it has this aging mechanic where every time you die, your character ages by a year. And it will actually impact how your character performs. Like, when they're young, they're quick and nimble and spry and they do all this. Whereas, and they're old, they're more wise and they have better magic stats. It's, that's an interesting concept and kind of an aspect that I would be, that would make me interested to check it out. Um, when it's on sale or something uh, when it's not on sale because it's already on sale just came out but when it's uh, marked down like a markdown sale I would be interested to try it just for that mechanic but uh, yeah give it a check out it looks kind of de- I mean visually it looks okay um, it's got a lot of the varied weapons it has kind of the strafing in everything look of a Souls game um, pacing looks very RP or uh, Souls-like, but about this game, they say Chronos Before the Ashes is an atmospheric RPG that chronicles a hero's lifelong quest to save their homeland from a great evil. Grow wiser, stronger, and more powerful as you explore the depths of the mysterious labyrinth. But beware, the labyrinth takes a heavy toll. Each time your hero dies, they lose a year of their fight. So give that a check out, Chronos Before the Ashes, on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia. Next up, uh, that also came released on December 1st, we have Empire of Sin. Now this game, I feel like we might have talked about it, like it might have been previously announced for a different time, but this is an isometric game similar in a, uh, similar to uh, like a... Oh, like an isometric game, kind of like an XCOM, things like that. 
but it takes place in like the Prohibition and you're a gangster. And it casts you in as one of 14 gangster, 14 gangsters, some of which are historical figures like Al Capone and others are completely fictional. And you're trying to take over Chicago during the Prohibition, trying to rule over it. And whoever owns the most territory and cash at the end of 13 years, man, it emerges the victor. So it's kind of like an isometric tactical RPG mixed with kind of the elements of like Civ and developing your empire. It's really, really interested. Um, battles kind of play out similar, like I said, to XCOM or Jagged Alliance. And it's... This one has me interested. I'm I'm very intrigued by this. Um, it looks interesting. You, we really don't get outside of the recent Mafia remasters that came out a few months ago. Um, this era, like the Prohibition Mafia era, I feel like we don't really see often in games. So getting one that is decidedly unique, even compared to those uh, Mafia games, is is nice to see. This, uh, I don't know when I would get to it, but this will definitely go on my wish list over on Steam. And I think you should give it a check out. It might deserve a spot on your own wish list as well. Next up, coming out on December 2nd, we have the remake, remaster, enhanced port, whatever you want to call it, of Sheer and the Wonder, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate, originally on the PlayStation Vita, is now on the Switch and PC. Uh, this new improved port also comes with some new features including three new bonus dungeons uh, a collection of tracks series like music tracks from the series history in a special like live display mode which is designed to I guess be better for live streaming it kind of cool I I actually funny enough I have this game on Vita on my game shelf and it's still sealed. I love roguelikes. I absolutely love roguelikes. You, if you've listened to other ep syllabus episodes before, you know I've mentioned to Alex that I love roguelikes. It's one of my favorite, honestly, it's one of my favorite sub-genres of RPGs out there. And with the likes of Hades and Dead Cells and others, the past few years, the roguelike genre has really blossomed and exploded to the popular masses, and I'm glad to see Sheer and the Wanderer make a return, even if it is kind of a enhanced port nature. It's a really, it's a long-running roguelike RPG series, very much more in the mold of traditional roguelikes than more the stylized, unique takes, such as a Hades. Um, it's got a really cool retro 16-bit design aesthetic pixel art very reminiscent of your super nintendo days uh, or like even playstation 1-esque days where they were still doing really impressive pixel art but give this a shot if you are a fan of roguelikes if you missed out on this on the vita or you were a fan of it on the vita it could be pretty could be pretty sweet Next up, on December... Th we have a bunch of games coming out on December 3rd. First up, we have Haven, releasing on PlayStation 5 in the Series X and S, along with the PC, is Haven. This is a... 
I think it might be like a co-op RPG. It the the premise is two lovers gave up everything and escaped to a lost planet together. Glide through a mysterious landscape and explore a fragmented world and fight against what's trying to tear them tear them apart in this RPG adventure about love, rebellion, and freedom. Uh, very uh, in terms of artistic aesthetic, I get a very hmm. Uh, it's very ah, oh, it's interesting. It, oh, it reminds me sort of the that gravity game, Gravity Rush on Vita, that kind of cell shaded uh, look to it. Um, it's really cool. It, like looking at it now, you have to like synchronize your attacks and action to combat and finding this rhythm between these two characters to keep to keep going it's interesting um it's won a bunch of awards indie x indie mega booth official selection best indie game from tokyo game show on playstation all sorts of stuff this is very very intriguing um but yeah give it a look at i know i will be Combat looks, combat looks unique and rather interesting. So give it a checkout when it releases on December 3rd of this year. Uh, December. Next up we have Morbid, the Seven Acolytes, also on December 3rd, releasing on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Now this is a top-down action rpg similar which gives very strong um like bloodborne vibes very strong bloodborne vibes it's a horror punk action rpg filled with lovecraftian horrors and cronenbergian lore <gasps> making it the most gruesome take on the isometric souls-like genre yet according to the steam description um yeah it looks pretty neat it I definitely see the kind of Bloodborne Souls-like vibe to it. Um, it's got some beautiful, beautiful pixel art. As you all know, I am a sucker for good pixel art. Um, and yeah, just gameplay looks incredibly fast-paced and exciting. Looks like you got a bunch of different cool bosses you can fight and weapons and... I'm in, I'm intrigued. This is this is another one on the on my keep an eye on list. And sticking with the uh, kind of action RPG take, we have Death Tales making its Switch debut. This was initially on uh, this release back in October on Steam, but you play as a new Reaper, completing quests and collecting spells and gathering equipment to fight through hordes of enemies in a grim but whimsical 2D adventure. Uh, I'm getting kind of old school, kind of Rayman vibes from this, like Rayman 1 vibes. It's 2D. Um, it is, yeah, it's very bright, very beautiful. There are over 40 pieces of equipment for you to acquire to customize your Reaper and aid you in battle, along with chests. And what's kind of cool is you can do co-op with a friend. Uh, online come online co-op will be coming later on. 
or I don't know if online co-op will be there on the Switch version at launch, um, but according to Steam, it will be coming later to that. But yeah, give give this give Death Tales a a look at. It looks like a pretty fun action platformer with some RPG mechanics. So give it a check out, Death Tales. Next up, we have Tinker Town is coming to early access on PC. Entering early access, it's gathering your friends and come to Tinker Town, a refreshing new multiplayer sandbox experience. Explore magical places filled with loot, danger, and creativity. Uh, yeah, this. So it looks like it almost looks like an isometric kind of Zelda game mixed with Minecraft? You build your own village from small shacks to oppressive castles and townships. Um, I don't know if any of you have played this. I highly recommend it. You have. It's Forager. I'm getting serious Forager vibes from this. Um, but yeah, you can craft new equipment and become a rogue warrior wizard. Gather resources, build your habitat, descend into dungeons, battle bosses. So it from what it's sounding like, it's... Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's that one game? Terraria. I'm getting Terraria vibes. But if Terraria had... A, like, 2D Zelda perspective. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from Tinkertown. And I'm actually pretty... I'm intrigued by this. I, uh... It should be interesting. I'm looking at this. I'm very excited. I would be down to try this. This would be a fun, fun stream night, a, f a fun stream game with with the with the gang. And you should check it out too. That's Tinkertown releasing on PC, early access starting on December third. Next up. Dragon Quest 11s Echoes of Elusive Age Definitive Edition is finally coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC on December 4th. This is such a great This is such a good RPG. I will be buying it for a third time. I will be playing it again. Absolutely love it. This comes with all the added benefits that release in last year's Switch version, which includes the orchestral soundtrack, Japanese voice track, um, your party will follow, like, outside of battle with you around the world map in the 2D mode. This is all finally coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and it's actually going to be on the Xbox Game Pass, so play this game. This is such a good, fantastic RPG. If you are a fan of tradi more traditional, old-school turn-based RPGs or the Dragon Quest series, and for whatever reason you haven't played Dragon Quest XI yet, get this. So good. So flippin' good. But, perhaps on December 4th, you're not in the mood for a Dragon Quest. Maybe you've already beaten it a couple times. Well, then you are in luck. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, the very first Fire Emblem game, is finally getting a Western localization, official Western localization, on the Nintendo Switch. This is the old-school NES graphics with some modern-day features like save states i believe that is coming out on december 4th see where the series began 
that would eventually lead to the three houses last year. Very good game. I'm excited for it. Don't go in expecting a as polished and refined game as three houses. It took a long time to get to that level. This is just if you want to see the roots of, of this franchise. Give it a check out on December 4th. I think it's going to be like six bucks, seven bucks. It's not crazy expensive, but it should be a, a histo history lesson. So check it out and let us know what you think. Monster Sanctuary, that kind of Pokemon-esque game that we covered a few months ago, is releasing on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on December 8th. That means it's exiting early access, so give that a listen. Uh, check that out. Should be pretty cool. Next up, Brigadine, The Legend of Runercia Runer is coming to PlayStation 4 on December 10th. Initially, it released back in June on the Nintendo Switch. This returned to the long-running tactical RPG franchise with the beautiful art. I'm anxious for it. It's got like grid-based tactical combat. Looks really cool. I'm excited. I didn't get around to play this when it was on Switch. But maybe, just maybe, especially if it comes out on a physical edition, I'll give it a check out here on the PlayStation 4. But definitely not December 10th, because possibly Cyberpunk 2077 will be releasing that day as well. The often delayed and uh, title that was, was first announced like eight years ago is finally releasing on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. I'm I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, I should say. Um, I haven't had my Red Dead Redemption game of the year, which is a game that is super hyped up and should be super awesome, and I just bounce off of it really hard. Last year it was Death Stranding. The year before that was Red Dead 2. I'm hoping it's not Cyberpunk 2077 because it's a role-playing game and it does look really cool and I can be like robot people with sweet guns so I'm hoping but give that a check out on December 10th barring any last-minute additional things. I'm still convinced that's gonna be coming out in 2021 I think we're gonna get a last-minute delay regardless of the fact that it's already been leaked out but who knows you know you never know. Next up on December 15th, if you're already done by cyber with Cyberpunk 2077 by that time, the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend is coming out on the Nintendo Switch on December 15th. I'm super stoked for this game. Um, I never really played these on the original Game Boy back in the day. I do own them. I eventually did get, get them. But these are fun little RPGs, and I'm anxious to really dive in and see uh, where this, where the Saga series got its start. Like, I know Final Fantasy Legend over here was the beginning of the Saga series, much like how Final Fantasy Adventure was the start of the Seiken Tetsu or, like, Secret of Mana series. I'm anxious for this collection. I'm glad they're doing it. I have to say... Square is, like, all aboard this Saga revival train. They recently announced Saga Frontiers getting, like, a remaster remake kind of thing coming out next year. We have the Saga Final Fantasy Legend Collection coming out this month. We've had 
uh, Saga 2 and 3 and Crimson or whatever the past couple of years, it's like, wow, Square, you really, really want Saga to come back, which is cool, but don't forget about Final Fantasy Tactics, okay? Can we do that? And I mean, you kind of own the Tactics Ogre franchise now, too. Can we, can we get another Ogre battle? Or maybe like an Ogre Battle Tactics Ogre Collection? That would be cool. You have a lot of other old RPG franchises, Square, that people would love collections of. And I know uh, John Phipps is still begging for a Final Fantasy VI port on Switch. So can you give us, can you give us some of those two in addition with the sagas and the manas? Please? Pretty please? Ready please with Moogles on top? But yes, the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend collection comes to Switch on December 15th. Be sure to snag that and support this series. Now next up, to kind of scratch, kind of going off of it, if you want to see, see how I'm doing this transition kind of thing, going off of the whole, we want more Final Fantasy Tactics thing, to come in and scratch that isometric tactical RPG-ish left by the Final Fantasy Tactics void, we have Mercenaries Blaze. Dawn of the Twin Dragons coming to Switch on December 17th. Now, I've seen this Mercenary series, like Mercenary games, pop up on my Switch eShop recommendations and stuff and it, things for uh, years now. Um, and I've it's always been like, mm, I don't know, this kind of seems like shovelware, but I watched this Mercenary Blaze trailer, right? And I'm like, wow, the art's really good. This reminds me a lot of Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics. Looks like heavy, heavy RPG elements. It's got stats. It's got your HP, attack, mat, whatever that stat is. Hit, defense, magical defense. Oh, probably magical attack. Yeah, see, see, I got it. Uh, magical attack, hit, defense, magic defense, avoidance, agility, uh, mental stat, vitality, dex. It's got so many stats on each character and you got like a class system and skills and equipment and I'm I have to say the art is pretty damn good pretty 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 slick I'm excited for this game I want to check out Mercenaries Blaze on December 17th I'm intrigued by it I want to actually I want to go back and experience and try the other Mercenaries games I remember Stealth 40k mentioning these games and being excited for this game and he and that gentleman has some damn good taste in RPGs. So, if it gets the stealth seal of approval, I would highly recommend it. It's there's the Mercenary Saga Chronicles and Mercenary Wings: The False Phoenix. So those have already released. You can get those on the eShop. Mercenary Saga Chronicles, I guess, is only fifteen bucks. So that's pretty nifty. And Mercenary Wings, the False Phoenix is only 13 bucks on the eShop. So that's that's pretty good. I might like after I record this, I might go download those. Why? Because I have no self-control. That's what that's what I'm gonna do. But bringing up the end of uh, December in terms of RPG releases, probably the most visually striking and unique game on this list and honestly one I didn't even know existed until until I was recording this um, which I love I love I love when I discovered these gems and I think I think 
this will be a gem that you will want as well. Um, I get very strong Undertale-y vibes from it, folks. But it's Omori. Coming to PC on December 25th. Wow, it's, it's very cool. It's, okay. Explore Headspace, a whimsical world full of colorful friends and foes. Navigate through the vibrant and the mundane in order to uncover a forgotten past. When the time comes, the path you've chosen will determine your fate and perhaps the fate of others as well. It's This game, I guess, has been in production since 2014 and will release on Christmas Day. Uh, your name is Amori and you've been living here for as long as you can remember. Everything is bright white. There aren't any walls. It's got this cool, like, hand-drawn aesthetic to it mixed with like a pixel style that's reminiscent of of like your undertale kind of a more simplistic uh slightly somewhere in between the nes or original game boy in terms of quality of, of sprite work but uh yeah this amori game very very cool i'm getting i kind of get the same vibes i got as I did with Eichenfeld, that this will be a game that will take a lot of people by surprise, that are that is not on a lot of people's radar and should be, and will be talked about. Uh, this looks. Check it out. It's on Steam. Just give it a look at. I, it's, it's really hard to explain. Just. I, part of me doesn't even know what I'm looking at, but I get that Earthbound, Undertale, crazy psychedelic vibe from this game that I'm intrigued by, and I think you should be too. And you should check out Omori, O-M-O-R-I, on Steam today, and see if it might be something you're into. So I think... This might be one of those games that we're talking about in a year or two that no one really saw coming. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. But, everyone, that is going to do it for December's syllabus, the last syllabus of 2020. I want to thank you all for tuning in and hanging out with us, or hanging out with me this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening to it. Thank you for receiving these syllabus episodes so well by the way um when i started these a few months ago i guess what was it june now i don't even remember this year has time has no meaning in in 2020 but i was skeptical i wasn't sure how people how well received these syllabus episodes would be um but they've been a lot of fun and i've discovered a lot of games that i wouldn't have otherwise um and it's I know Alex enjoys recording these as well, and if he were here, uh, I imagine he would be sharing my my thoughts uh, and feelings. But thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Every listen, every like, every review, every share, we appreciate immensely. But until then, everybody... Remember, if you've listened to the end of this podcast, you've helped 
return light to the crystals and unlock a new job class. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service as we'd really appreciate it. And remember to just be kind to each other. Uh, it's been a tough year, but we've had some really good games to help to help us through uh, these tough times. And I hope that these lists that we've presented in RPG University has been there to at least perk you up every other week and on the first of each month. So until next time, everybody, remember, if there's an RPG you would like to hear us talk about or would like to be a guest on RPG University, be sure to tweet at IrrationalPod with the hashtag RPGU and let us know. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another. Class dismissed.